Welcome back to Voices at Play, an actual play podcast focused on games by marginalized creators played by marginalized people. Playing with me, I have Ray. Hi, I'm Ray. My pronouns are he, him. I'll be playing Antipathy Dawn, the indomitable scourge of Fendale, seeker of honor. Their pronouns are she, they, and her familiar, Kobol, whose pronouns are he, him. You can find me on Twitter at DarkDragonsIn, and I'm also the person behind the Voices at Play Twitter account, which is Voices at. And I'm Om. My pronouns are they, them, and I am everywhere as Amaraz, including Twitter. You can also find me at MusaFearsPod on Twitter, and I'll also be your host and Game Master. Today, we'll be playing Familiars of Terra by Elizabeth Tsaipraditkul of Angry Hamster Publishing. Familiars of Terra is a unique card-based tabletop RPG centered around the Seekers and their animal companions, following their calling and pursuing their destiny, for better or worse. So without further delay, let's get back into it. So I'm standing outside the cave and yeah, I've, I've stormed out. Yeah, and you're outside in this cave and the forest is in front of you, the mountain is to your back. What do you do? I think for a moment, I just fume. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm just... Okay, I say I stormed out. That's not entirely accurate. I think I walked out with purpose. Right. Um, my intent was to convey, I'm going to take care of the problem that you refuse to fix or to even address. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I look at, like, from where I am, I'm just going to look around and see if there's any signs of anything like obviously we came through here and we were led by the hairkin to find the edge of the secret passage but the ent had to get here somehow yeah <laughs> so like i guess i'm looking for either a trail indicating the ent was dragged mm-hmm. or um either the the tra- the ent walked through here in some way yeah. Um I am I'm assuming it was probably like dragged or carried by something larger. So I feel like there probably should be some kind of indication of that somewhere around. Um and potentially intentionally masked yeah. um to cover up tracks and stuff. So why don't you give me an awareness pull? Would it be awareness or would it be wit? Mm. Because I'm wondering I'm I'm asking this more not just because my stats are better yeah. but because of the fact that like i feel like awareness might be more like if i'm looking around or keeping an eye out or an ear out for things whereas with mm-hmm. um this i feel more like um it's not necessarily looking for something as trying to apply i it's a combination of looking for something but also trying to apply my knowledge to it mm-hmm. um to to work out like you know is that brush that i see disturbed just because something walked through here or is it specifically placed that way to disguise the tracks i'm looking for um Mm -hmm. okay i will allow that uh with a minus one okay yeah that makes sense that that's a slightly better outcome than if i was just pulling straight (laughs) awareness uh Oh, I didn't. I, I, I would have been fine either way, ladies and gents. <laughs> three, three aces have been drawn so far. Uh huh. <laughs> there. All right. Uh, so yeah, looking around, uh, you can after a bit see a path uh that was covered. Uh, 
And actually, to your surprise, you're fairly certain that the ant was able to bring herself here. uh, Mm -hmm. And that, like, while she's very clearly in no condition to go places right now, she noticed her deteriorating condition, like, brought herself here. Gotcha. Before it got too bad. That makes sense. And the path has since been covered up. Uh, Sure. I think uh, Kobal and I, once I've, once I'm confident that I don't need to go back in there because I feel like I know what I'm gonna do next, mm-hmm. I gesture for Kobal to help me and we push the slab back because this is obviously meant to defend this sanctuary and we don't want to leave it open and exposed. Yeah. Um, and the the path you see explicitly is like, well, what's covered up isn't sort of like disturbed foliage or whatever, because uh, the ant has uh, the ability to grow uh foliage around her uh Mm -hmm. and so she like disturbed the area but it regrew in her wake uh right and that kind of direct path behind her which is still a little bit more disturbed was covered up and so Mm -hmm. that gives you like a kind of clear path of where she came from gotcha um yeah i think uh we're just gonna try and follow it i'm gonna send kobol ahead of me to keep an eye out for any threats directly ahead of us, but um, gonna do our best to just follow the additionally thicker grown foliage. Mm-hmm. Try and find our way back to where she recently began her journey, I guess, because I assume, um, though I could be mistaken, of course, that the vein and where she is normally located probably overlap. Um, because they're both, it'd be a position of power and energy off the land. And if she lives on it, then there's a good chance that uh, the vein is directly connected there. So as as you follow along the path, uh, you notice, like, in your journey up to here, uh, and in the sanctuary, you've seen a lot of various animal and animal kin, uh, a lot of, like, the usual forest noises and uh, mountain noises and whatnot. But here is getting like more and more eerily quiet the further you go along mm. uh and as you eventually make it to a clearing where like clearly something was uprooted uh yeah because even though like the foliage grows behind her Elsa still like had to uproot a good amount of earth behind her when she moves yeah i mean uh she's a still a gigantic tree ultimately exactly the clearing uh one thing you notice uh a lot of the soil that was like pulled out from her roots uh is completely like colorless almost like mm. drained of any minerals uh the it's almost like a gray clay yeah exactly uh some of the like nearby trees are singed and scarred uh a lot of the leaves on the floor are brittle and like fall apart at a the slight like just the sheer movement of wind that gets moved by Copel's body like causes some of them to completely just disintegrate mm. i'm just looking around and i'm just like this does not look good buddy uh do i hear anything like i know it's been super quiet is there any indication of um well again do do i see any signs that whatever caused this burning is still around i think near here like where you are you don't really hear much uh mm-hmm. it's Almost like whatever caused this left one season. Whatever came through has is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hmm. It's hard to know because I I think that's one of the um, 
the hang-ups that people, and including myself, sometimes have is I feel like I have probably most of the information that's immediately here, but I don't necessarily know what to do with it. So in a, if in a game like d and I'd be like, oh, well, I'd like to roll a blah-blah roll, but there isn't anything like that, really. Um, so, although I suppose you could try and find a way to narratively... Yeah, I think, well, tell me, like, what do you think... I, I think that's what the thing is. Narratively, I'm not sure what I would do with this information. Like, I can see that the dirt is drained of yeah. energy. The reality is that if the vein is here, I don't... Because veins don't show themselves to people particularly often, and I don't think I've ever encountered one myself, especially at my age. Yeah. Um, and I, for one, did not pick an uh, animal kin that could talk to veins in any way. Um, but I'm just curious right now, what's like Antipathy Dawn's reaction? Yeah, I, I think it's basically just a dazed sort of... I, I think that's the thing. Narratively speaking, I think I'm just standing there. Yeah. And I'm just trying to take it all in and just looking around the area from a single point. I don't think it even occurs to me to sort of approach the hole in the ground or... Yeah. To, to feel around it. I'm just like no is essentially it's just a post-apocalyptic uh, a post-apocalyptic wasteland kind of vibe in this specific area right yeah and I think while you're standing there dazed for a minute uh you notice that Kobo who is by your side has kind of wandered off like it takes you a couple seconds in, in, while you're dazed there and you notice that Kobo's moving off to a direction mm. I think uh I'm I'm not necessarily going to follow him. I'm just going to watch where he's going. Like, how far away is he wandering? Does he look like he's looking for something? Or does it look like he's already seen something and he's uh, pursuing it? Is he he investigating or tracking, I guess? It seems like a mix of both, almost. Like, he he heard something and trying to, like, sniff his way around the ground. Uh, I think, in that case, um, I am going to crouch down and see if there's anything nearby that I can take cover behind and slowly sort of uh, if, if there's like nearby foliage or trees I'm gonna follow Kobol but sort of uh, staying behind cover basically just trying to keep an eye on yeah what he's doing and following where he's going okay uh, give me just I guess agility is probably the best goal for this yeah that's probably what it makes sense yeah, I, I, that's that's pretty much what I expected. Uh, my agility is five. I mean, it doesn't matter what stat you did. <laughs> uh, I pulled a queen. Yeah, it didn't really matter what you pulled there. No, because uh, none of my stats are that high. Uh, so you're you're like trying to follow along. Uh, you're fairly certain you're being sneaky. Uh, but it's hard to be sneaky in a completely quiet forest. Yeah, it's not hard to follow Kobol, who's yeah, nine foot that, long. That part is totally <laughs> fine. Uh, and eventually, you uh, and like Kobol kind of stops abruptly uh, at an open clearing, and you see a figure uh, hunched over, uh, just like a, the root of a tree. And this looks like a pretty normal tree, except that the root, uh, just like one segment of it, is glowing, uh, mm. and they're like hunched over it, uh, examining it. And after like a second, after you like see that for a second, he goes, you know, I can, I can hear you coming from a long way away. Yeah, well, that's because I wanted you to hear me, and <laughs> I step out from behind uh, whatever 
I'm, I'm st- like what I, I think I just step out from a tree that was far too thin to hide me anyway and be like I yeah uh what are you doing here I I, I was the seeker that was sent to to solve the problem <laughs> who are you <laughs> solve the problem that's what, exactly what I'm doing here sorry who are you uh do I notice any animal or animal kin around uh, he obviously, uh, whoever this is, obviously has one. Yes. But do I see it? Ah, uh, uh, so I think as as you're kind of like looking uh, around, uh, you see laying like coiled around the tree. Uh, you don't see its body because the body's blocked by the back of the tree. Uh, but like coiled around is a crocodile head. Okay. Uh, so is, is that the tree that he's examining? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to step into the clearing and I, I do a <laughs> SWAT indicator and I just like go left to Kobol and then I sort of slowly move around to the right to try and get a look at this person as I'm like, no, really, who are you? Uh, are you trying to get a better look at the person or the animal? Uh, the person. Yeah. Uh, and so he is a fairly tall well-built individual um he's clearly like as you're looking him over clearly well experienced well weathered he's got scars uh on his face uh marks of past journeys and adventures um Mm. and he's uh looking at you and smiles goes like i said i am the solution to the problems here i am antipathy dawn the indomitable scourge of fendir do you know what indomitable means? Foolish. Uh, I, I smile. <laughs> you wish. Why don't you tell me what you're doing to that tree? What problem it is you're trying to solve? I think it would be wise for us to talk. Sounds to me like you were trying to scare him down a little. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to uh, negotiate them into, <laughs> into giving me what I want and telling me what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Um, so I, I am using my Ovfender ability Perfect. there. Uh, so I need to be under an 11. And hey, that's a nine. there you go. So, yeah. I'm not necessarily in time to intimidate them, but I'm trying yeah. to... So I, I am definitely making myself sound as confident as I yeah. feel. So he fully straightens up to his, like, six foot four height and mm-hmm. uh, has been talking mostly over his shoulder while hunched over and now turns to look at you uh, and give you, like a clear view of himself and, and give a clear looking up and down of you. I am much shorter than he is and a little bit portlier. Definitely not as well built. Um, but you wouldn't know it to look at me right now right. because my grin is just like, this person's trying to cause me trouble and that's not a bad thing for me. Yes. And, and he gives you a so really don't know sorry uh, he straightens up to his full height yeah and so does Kobol. god <laughs> <laughs> he does not look perturbed at all uh because so you really don't know i figured that i don't even know who you are i guess that makes sense if you had spoken to them they you would know not to come here i spoke to a lot of people and they all pretty much wanted me to come here so why don't you get to telling me what you're doing well i'm Simply providing another option for our friend here. Another option to what? He uh, he points at the at the vein for our friend here. 
Sorry, you said another option I, as an alternative to what? To what? Being stuck here. That's that's really not how veins work. What what are you? Why why is that? Who said that? Veins are a manifestation of the place that they come from. They they exist in a place because of that place. But they don't have to. They can leave. Well, yeah, but the only reason they'd ever leave is because somebody really... And I'm... <laughs> I stop in my tracks and I'm just like, if someone were to cause enough harm to the place that made them... He gives a slight bow. Well, good job. Looks like the kid can learn something. You know, if you think indomitable means foolish, you must be pretty indomitable too. <laughs> Because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Do you have any idea what would actually happen? Yes. In fact, I'm very well aware. And he rolls up his sleeve. Uh, and you can see that something has attached itself to his arm. Uh, just like turning it like slightly. Uh, like the actual like. <gasps> this is the Wakfu demon collector guy. <laughs> basically. Uh, like his, his, his the actual... You know what? I'm gonna say the veins in his arm are like pulsing, uh, nice, like glowing under his skin, and you just like smiles. I'm very well aware, which is exactly why I know that this is an option available to them. We don't have to force them to stay stuck in a place. We can help them. They they stay there because they're happy. You want to? In- <laughs> You're causing misery so that they can what? Ride. A tiny patch of you everywhere? So that they can be free like I am. They're free to go wherever they want. How is being trapped inside you any freer? They don't have to come with me. If that is where they choose, there's always space for my brethren. (sighs) Do you not see... Do you not care? Listen. And she's just silent for a few moments. You hear that? He gives you, like, a slightly tilted head. Just like, what do you want me to hear? What's your point? Nothing. There's nothing to hear. Before you arrived, this was home to so many people. So many animals and animal kin. There was life here, and you care about freedom? You come in and destroy the only safe place that they have? And you want to talk about freedom? When I'm gone, they'll come back. No, they won't. Look at what you've done to this place. Without the vein, nothing here matters. Compared to my home, this is nothing. I think uh, I'm just looking at him confused, just like, what's your damage? He smiles and goes, nothing worth telling you about. And at that point, he straightens up and just like shrugs his shoulder off, goes, I'm going to give you one chance to walk away from this. And his familiar crawls out from behind uh the tree and what you see is the crocodile head is uh what you've already seen but it slowly reveals bit by bit the first paw that steps forward isn't the leg of a crocodile but the paw of a lion uh and the body goes from that to the like massive uh, strength of a hippopotamus and that is what comes out from behind the tree so what, it's a hippopotamus body with a crocodile head and a lion's paw? Lion's paw and, like, lion's chest. Okay, gotcha. 
Uh, I can't remember the name of what these things are, but that's this isn't like a normal animal kin, no. right? This no. is a uh, Badlands creature yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think I just am in stunned silence. I definitely haven't ventured into the Badlands. I definitely haven't seen anything that lived there, and I sure as heck haven't seen any animal kin familiars that are this just wrong. And... I think there's there is a sense of horror here, but it's not frightened of this creature. It's just like revulsion, mm-hmm. like that sense that something so unnatural, so warped or damaged is. So, I think it's a real emotional turmoil kind of shock. It's like the kind of thing yeah. where you see images of some of the stuff done during like X wars, and you're like, wow. Oh. Yeah, that 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 this could happen in any lifetime, anywhere is just yeah, in, in unfathomable, and it's directly in front of them. Um, I think you should leave. I I don't I don't want to give you a chance or a warning or a threat. I don't even want to have that conversation. This isn't a place for you. Whatever it is you think you're doing needs to stop. This. You're right, this is not your home. But you don't have the right to make it like your home. Uh, and I I am trying to guilt trip this guy. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to try and pull the charm on that. Um, is there any minuses? Because I assume he's opposed to my position. Uh, you, can, you can do that with a minus two. Okay. Nice. Uh, so, look, kid, I get that you still think that your job is a seeker is to protect the world and keep things the way they are because nature knows best. Well, look what we've done to my home. We clearly don't know what's best, so. Exactly! We have no idea! That's why we don't mess with these things anymore. Right. That's why I don't mess with them alone. You have a lot to learn, kid, and... Maybe one day you'll understand, but what's done here is done, and... Do you like heights? Do I? Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> and just one hand goes up by the side of my head, and I snap my fingers, and Kobol goes from his standing position to rushing forwards, trying to grab this guy. I say rushing forwards, he is jumped off the ground into his wings. Okay. So his wings spread... He launches off the ground, <laughs> essentially Dragon Ball Z, straight at him, uh, and he's just going to pick him up and fly into the air. Um, or try to. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out... It would just basically be combat, presumably, right? Yeah. I, I think uh, you go to do that, and mm-hmm. there's a there's the familiar like leaps into the way... Uh, you can, if we don't, if you want to go into combat, we can, but if you want to try to pull agility to get there before the familiar. I can try. That is not a Kobold's strong suit. Um, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not really a guaranteed thing that you can make it, but. Not even remotely. Um, uh, so, you, you'll get pluses for him being caught off guard, but those are negated by the fact that, this, that you were opposed by something fast. The familiar probably isn't, yeah. Um, so. 
Would you say the odds are against me? <laughs> yes, I would say that. Okay. Uh, in that case, I, I am going to apply my indomitable... Oh, wait, can I apply that to... No, that would be a check for me, right? Yeah. So that probably wouldn't apply to... It's fine. I think we can. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Uh, it's a five. Which is it? <laughs> which makes it? I think he gets that moment of... What? Do I like heights? Yes. <laughs> gigantic pang- pangolin just like is in his face and with all four arms slams onto his sides and just whoosh, yeah so up into the air flying up uh uh and his familiar can't fly so just like stays at the ground uh but that's when so like you have him up and he's kind of panicking for a second and then looks down goes well i'm it sick him and the creature slowly starts pawing towards you and you realize you've left yourself on the ground alone with a oh yeah no i'm uh, i'm fully aware of that crocodile line hippotamus hybrid um because again typically familiars don't like yeah. attack people um yeah. so but this thing as far as i'm concerned is not a familiar so i don't know what it's gonna do um but kobol is like so this thing that I'm doing with Kobol uh, in sort of my head is something they've probably pulled before as mm-hmm. a prank just to like spook people or whatever because um, yeah. Kobol wouldn't actually actively try to hurt a person because he's a good good boy yeah. but he's flown up high enough that it's just like this is probably intimidating if uh, if he threatens to drop him Um I think I'm just gonna call up. I hope you can fly. Uh, and uh, that's gonna be Kobol's command to do like a phony drop. Yeah, I, I think I think what Kobol does in this case is like throw him onto the top of the trees, basically. <laughs> like fair. She like grabs onto a branch and he'll make it down to the ground soonish. But like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> it's one of those like almost cartoon like scenes where like someone gets thrown on a treetop and like six branches break their fall mm-hmm. uh that then that wouldn't cause any harm at all nope nope not at all it, no it, animals on human violence here <laughs> folks yeah i mean they literally just like falls on top of a tree and like is gonna slowly climb his way down but okay cool. um i think at this point is when you're probably gonna have to draw combat yeah i'm cool with that we draw four i think it's five uh no my hands uh five was before because we were upgraded so standard hand size is four cool 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 okay so uh i am going to using any powers yeah so i am going to uh i i use a before uh, an after power okay that's fine (laughs) i don't know how that works i don't know what happens when we draw uh let's see Okay, if the cards are equal, it ties and no one takes damage. Okay, that's cool. Uh, so what does that look like? That I guess, um, so Kobol uh, drops the guy on the tree and then sees... Sees Emmett ru- running towards you. Running towards me, and I think Kobol is just going to swoop down and uh, flaring his wings in front of me, his tail's going to, as though he were curling up, his tail's going to come up and around, and I think it just flips under Emmett's chin, knocking mm-hmm. him backwards, but to no actual damage. Yeah. So that uh I'm I'm out of harm's way and Emmett stands there and then slowly lowers 
in front of <laughs> in front of me and it, <laughs> the tongue just comes out like a <laughs> tauntingly yeah and Emmett and Emmett's mouth opens like showing just like the rows of crocodile teeth and just Cobalt opens his mouth showing no <laughs> teeth <laughs> Cobalt's trying he's trying his best yeah. he's all like, right Cobalt right. is moving um, defensively but I'm standing behind him and trying to communicate with it. I'm just like, can you understand me? The only acknowledgement you get from them is back kind like going in and like digging in for a charge. <sighs> okay, Kobal, sumo time. Um, and Kobal just crouches down and his arms, all four of them just extend out sideways, mm-hmm. uh, ready to catch <laughs> as mm-hmm. it were um yeah so let's draw go so you win that one okay. um unless you want to use a power i can't use a power before but i uh, rather i well i didn't use a power before oh, okay so uh, but there's powers you use before and after my rage power is before uh after is shield um which in this case I am going to use. So I think, um, what does his attack look like? So he charges in and like, I think is able to get under, uh, go, like looks like it's going for a bite and then like goes under and like knocks, uh, yeah, knocks Cobalt into the air. And then like the mouth opens up and fire like spreads out towards, uh, towards uh, Cobalt to like catch him while he's knocked into the air. Sure. And his response is he, as he's flipped up into the air, because obviously uh, he's used to flight, um, he reactively just balls up and then mm-hmm. he lands on the ground in front of the creature, golem from Pokemon style, just like big boulder-esque shape, like pff, nine foot of heavy solid pangolin just slams into the dirt in front of this creature plummeting through the flames completely unharmed as the large uh scaled body deflects it all that's my block done mm-hmm. at the end of a round things just go into the discard right yeah do we draw up to full hands? we draw size? when we're empty okay that's cool uh i think following up from that Kobol's gonna <laughs> yeah he's just gonna get up I think he springs out from... I think in his ball form, he waits for the thing to get closer, and as it does, he's just going to pop out uh, mm-hmm. a glint of fury in his little pinecone eyes, and uh, he's just going to lunge forwards with all four arms and try to grab... Two of them are going to try and grab its head, and the other two are going to try and grab its front legs. Yeah. Um, and that is going to be a rage. All right when you're ready go okay so your 21 beats my four uh it's only four. Oh shoot yeah uh i did it at second level i could have okay well it's too late i misremembered my own powers that is triple so indeed 21 um yeah so i grab him uh i'll grab emmett by the yeah. head and by the hands and i think uh he picks him up and just bodies him on the ground slamming yeah. him sideways onto his torso and just like calling up to the tree look we don't have to do this you just need to leave 
I, I understand that you wanted to give the vein the opportunity or the chance for freedom or whatever, but I don't, I don't want to hurt you. I think you're misguided. You're mistaken. But we can talk about this. I think probably. Give me a give me a trample. Cool. Uh, I am going to add my offender again uh, mm-hmm. when trying to negotiate or cool emotions. Um, yeah, that's okay. a nine to an eleven. So I, I think yeah, Cobol uh, is just holding him down, like holding Emmett down after this throw. He's just holding him in place. Yeah, and and they're trying to like break free, but they can't. Again, a, a lot like backing up what I'm actually saying is. Kobold doesn't especially want to hurt this thing yeah. any more than I do. Especially, as I imagine, like it's the equivalent of seeing a person with like two other people fused to them. Like this isn't like a natural, yeah, a naturally occurring a birth defect or anything. Or this isn't like you know someone growing a second pair of arms as the animal kin sometimes do. This is quite literally, you know. <laughs> The what is it? The um, centipede, or whatever it is. That awful film. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so this is people stitched together. Basically, yeah. it's horrifying. So Kobol's like, I, I don't want to hurt this thing. It's already suffering enough because it exists. Mm-hmm. And so he growls and goes, "Fine, I'll leave this place if that's what you want." I mean, that would be a great start. Uh Maybe we can talk about what it is that you're doing with all these veins. How many do you have in there? Just the one. What did you? Uh, are they down from the tree at this point? Yeah. Point? Yeah. Look, um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell Cobble to let Emmett go, but you need to promise that this, this is done. We'll escort you out of here, uh, away from this land. And I'm like pointing at them dramatically, like. Mm-hmm. Doing my best to be like authoritatively, we will escort you off yeah. the premises. Um, and he shrugs and goes, "If that is what you want, I will let you escort me away from here." Look, if the vein wanted to come with you, it would have done that already. And I've just got my hands in the air, like, "Come on, duh. <laughs> it's obvious." I would not expect you to understand. Well, that's that's great because I really don't. But you know, whatever you're going through. It's obviously a lot, and you know you you want to fix things, but I think maybe maybe the vein you freed before is part of your problem. And why would you say that? Look, and, and I I gesture for Cobalt to let Emmett up, and Emma growls, but like walks towards a person, and I I wander over, and I'm just like still keeping a, a safe but you know respectful distance. Uh, Kobold joins me, and I'm just like, what is your name? Fahur. My name is... Is that what your name's always been? Yes. So, and I, I know this is going to sound strange, but you'll have to bear with me. I have not dealt with someone who's in your situation before. Are you you, or are you... And she points at... Uh, and I point at the arm. Them. Yes. So you're both. We are who we are, and I am who I am. I guess what I'm asking is, is your desire to free the veins yours or theirs? There isn't a difference. I understand. 
did you always want to do this? I always wanted to help, and they helped me understand that this was a way I could help. <sighs> I really have to wonder whether or not the world building accounts for therapy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love that fourth wall matter. Um... <laughs> Look, I think let's, let's get you away from here, and maybe we can talk to someone who has a bit more experience in this. Maybe they can help me to understand how I can help you to help them. That is, if you want my help. Why would I do that? Well, because as long as you're going to keep trying to do this... And I gesture back mm -hmm. to the, the desolation behind me. You're not going to be able to get rid of me. And I'm not going to be able to do what I promised. And I'm really would prefer that not to be the case. What do you have in mind? Let's walk and talk. We'll, we'll work it out on on the way there. On the way to where? I haven't figured that out in character. I was just going to fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, I, I was just thinking because... Uh, yeah, I think this is... Basically, I, like, I, I feel like this is something that could be like... Um, a long term, like maybe, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it just became a uh, a buddy cop drama, but um, judge <laughs> uh. hijinks for the da 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 da. All right, but yeah, yeah I, I feel like if we we fade to black, as she's like, yes. we, let's let's walk and talk. Yeah, um, because I think I'm sure that like Antipathy Dawn knows someone who is considered wise by her standards, and she's like, you know, we know someone that might know more about. Because I think Antipathy Dawn's thoughts on this are like, they feel like his desire, whilst it may be rooted in truth, that he feels like he's helping these veins, they feel like the veins' yeah. own desire is corrupting, that like they're both kind of a corrupting influence on each other. They both want some yeah. thing, but like, I think neither of them understand what they want and they've their, their emotions drive, driven together have caused this to be the outcome yes. of that and so um basically yeah because i think antipathy dawns of understanding of veins is basically you do a really really bad thing to their place and then they possess you in vengeance yes and like your desire to help wouldn't have caused that so obviously something has happened there at some point yeah but like I don't think Dawn has enough, nearly enough experience to try and puzzle that out. She just knows that something here isn't right. Yes. And that in order to bring peace, something, someone else will need to yeah. come to the root cause of what caused this. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I'm sort of vaguely happy to wrap it up there and have them sort of just fade off into the distance. <laughs> and I think purely on that basis, I think the... Um, the epilogue scene is just um, the two of the four silhouettes of um, the really tall judge, the really short seeker, <laughs> the giant pangolin, and the mutant hybrid yeah. uh, silhouettes just on a sunset over the plains as we head south into Fender to return perhaps back to where I came from um, to seek counsel of someone with more experience than myself. You've been listening to Voices at Play, building a table for everyone. 
Join us next week for a completely different group of players and a completely new story. If you've enjoyed the game we're playing, and it sounds like it might be a good fit for you, please check the links in the show notes and on our website where you can find a direct route to order a copy for yourself and get playing today. Voices at Play is completely not-for-profit, but it does incur costs. This show is brought directly to you by the generosity and support of listeners like yourself who support us on our Patreon. $1 pledges are the lifeblood that make this project work. So if you're able, please head over to patreon.com forward slash voices at and pledge to join our little community, working to make the tabletop role-playing space a more diverse, vibrant, and inclusive place for all. Until next time, we'll just keep on playing.